So today's one is <clears throat> how to drive more traffic to your website uh, with me, Rich from QBD. Uh, again, thank you all for uh, coming along and attending. Now, I, I do realize with this actually that it's quite a big thing to say. When I was putting these slides together earlier in the week, I was like, whoa, that's kind of like the holy grail of everything that you're trying to do with your website is drive more traffic to it. So it is quite a big topic area. Um, and we won't obviously be able to cover it all today. Um, we'll, we'll kind of go through very broadly some of the different things that we see. Um, but some of those areas that are basically too big to cover in one go, we will, um, we will be doing other like separate sessions on those to to be able to go into it the um one of the aims of all these how-to sessions was to pick one particular area of digital marketing and focus on that to give you some things to really take away and then we you know if there's other things you want us to cover let us know because then we can talk about those as well so we'll we're just trying to give you kind of like basic things as we go along here so in terms of driving traffic to your website there's three kind of ways really that we're going for purposes of this really that we see um, the three different ways that you can drive traffic to your website so the first one is organic traffic it's referred to so that would be Google so people typing something into Google and your website coming up in that search somewhere and then them visiting your website because of that so they might not necessarily have heard of you before know that you exist as a business but the, the things that they're typing into Google Google then presents your website as one of the options that they might be interested in. So that's what that's the first way. That's organic traffic. Um, the second would be through paid ads. So you can drive traffic to your website by running Google ads where you pay to be at the top of Google or through social media ads, which is something that we specialize in where you're using Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, whatever it might be to grab people's attention, target very specific audiences and drive them to your website. So that is, that, that's another one of the main ways. And the third way, although there is, I do take the point there is like email marketing as well you could do with this. Uh, but one that we'll focus a lot on today is around social media and how you can use social media to drive people to your website. And that's the one we'll be focusing on more today because out of the three, and I'll explain more about the other two in a minute, that's the one that you can probably influence yourself and go away from today's session and do something about this week uh, without having to kind of spend any or, or um, too much money on whereas the others is a bit of a different game really to be honest so the first one organic traffic um, it is by far the best one to try and get long term certainly it's the best one to do um, but the problem with it is it can take time so you have to think about how your website looks performs the structure of it um, the content that's on it the search terms that you want to be found for uh all those sorts of things and then you with those search terms that you want to be found for you kind of need to do a feasibility study to see how realistic it's going to be to rank for some of those search terms you can localize it so you can kind of put a geographical kind of fence around it so you you are able to kind of uh, narrow it down a bit like that but for example there's uh clients of ours that we've helped and so one of them does vehicle leasing and they did come to us and say we're interested in you know trying to get higher on google trying to get onto page one of google for vehicle leasing in the uk they haven't got a chance to be honest because they're just not big enough there's just there's too many big national vehicle leasing companies out there with huge websites that spend huge amounts of money and so it's just 
they haven't got the guns for the fight basically um, we we went we took them down the route of paid ads uh, facebook ads that worked very well for them actually so those are the sorts of things to bear in mind when you think about the organic travel uh, organic traffic we will go into this in more detail in in sessions to come in these how-to sessions but long-term organic is the is the better way to go because although there is a cost up front to kind of getting your website right and doing that research and getting the right keywords and terminology on your website once it's done you do have to top it up a bit but overall it is then kind of working for you so that is the best one to look at long term just a quick little plug already, if I may. So again, just to remind you, so next week's session, we'll be covering some of those issues. So Liam will take you through, you know, how to get a bit higher on Google, those sorts of things you should be looking at. Uh, again, the details for how to book onto that uh, will be in the email we send out tomorrow, but it's very similar to how you booked on to today's course, to be honest. Um, in terms of paid ads, paid ads are great. Um, I do lots of them. I, I think they're really good ways to um, to advertise to your target audiences very cost effectively. However, it is a bit like a money tap. And by that, I mean that we've seen this where clients of ours that do Google ads, they do very they spend a lot of money, they do very well with Google ads. But the minute they turn the Google ads off, literally the phone stops ringing. Well, not directly, you know, the web's traffic to the website drops, orders from the website stop. And it would be the same if you were doing any social media ads. Um, they can be great, very, very effective way to drive people to your website. But as soon as you stop paying for it, you stop getting it. And that's why that's different with organic um, traffic is because you can pay for it. And then even once you've kind of stopped paying for the SEO of your website, the search engine optimization, you can still reap the benefits of that. Whereas the paid ads is slightly different. What we tend to work with people on that is that we try and kind of do two or three of these different options in how to drive traffic to your website because we would say to you, okay, organically, we can certainly try and get your website ranking higher in Google, but it might take us two or three months, to be honest, to do that work and get it all right and keep testing it. So and if you're looking for results quicker than that, the way to go initially would be through paid ads. So for the first two or three months, let's do some paid ads on Facebook, for example, whilst we're getting your SEO in order. So that's the type of thing that you do look at. You kind of have a hybrid of a hybrid of, of the two of them. To give you a rough idea on the paid ads at the moment, um, usually speaking, a kind of industry-wide kind of stats and expectations. If you were to spend a hundred pounds on a Facebook ad, for example, you would expect to reach probably between eight and twelve thousand people. Now these can be these can be very targeted. I will be doing how-to sessions on this as well, but it's a very, very targeted um, way of reaching your audiences. So £100, you'll get eight to 12,000 people viewing the ad. And usually we see probably between 250 to 350 people clicking the ad. So for £100, you can get about 300 people visiting your website. Now, because of lockdown and people are spending more time online um, because of lockdown, we're actually seeing those numbers have, have almost doubled. So for the same £100 within this last kind of two months, you probably reach about 15,000 people and get probably between five and 700 visits to your website. I think that's just a reflection of people spending more time online. So just to give you an idea of that, that those are the kind of numbers that you could look at for, the, for that kind of money. But like I said, if you stop that ad immediately, that traffic would stop straight away. So it is a very effective way, but you've kind of got to commit to keep doing it. So those are the, those are the first two, and I just wanted to kind of 
gloss over them really deliberately so because um i'm I'm sure you'll all appreciate we could spend a lot of time going through each aspect of that and we will in other sessions but we just wanted to uh, give a bit of an overview to date so you can start to think about okay what's my strategy going to be for driving traffic to my website so you've kind of got a little bit of a idea of what you should be doing but the ones i wanted to share with you more is around the social media aspect because like i said you can these are things you'd be able to action and things you'll probably realize when i start showing some of the examples that i've got that you'll realize kind of what you can do and maybe what other people have been doing so on the whole obviously when you're posting on social media you would be sharing the link in a post on social media and the the mistakes that i see that i think or the things that i see that don't help driving traffic to um websites from social media is people don't highlight the link and i will explain that in a minute and also if they are sharing their their links on social media they don't give any consideration to the link previews as well so um i will i am going to share some examples um what i was really conscious to do with this one was i didn't want to share too many examples when i was basically throwing stones at anyone or kind of having a dig at any of their social media so i've really tried i tried hard not to find like any that would kind of be offended or things that you know um trying to find people that are basically not in this area at all or not necessarily relevant so uh, the first one this is a post that i saw on twitter it's for a social media company actually um, who are based in India um, but I was looking through and this is a big example I, I see a lot of this where you're not highlighting the link so I see this a lot with posts now this post hasn't included an image which they probably should have done as well but um, but even if they had or they hadn't you can see that they've tweeted something they've put a little bit of information about you know social media worldwide and how they can help you with their growth services and then they just bung the link in at the bottom basically they haven't highlighted it in any way they haven't said like click here to learn more or any of that sort of stuff they've just stuck the link in at the bottom and i think this is the thing that i see most with people when they're posting links on social media they'll write what they want to write and then just at the bottom as a kind of footnote they just put the link and there's no explanation as to what that link is um sometimes with these social media channels they will shorten the link so they do that on linkedin and i know that's a concern for some people is that if it's a shortened link and it just says like linked.in slash ab3725 or something that link could be taking you anywhere so there is sometimes that little bit of security issue that you probably want to leave your proper link in so they can see that it is going to be taking them to a website that they know and recognize but as i said a lot of the time people will write what they want to write they'll put their link in without any kind of description or highlighting it and usually it comes right at the bottom of the post now twitter's a bit different because it does always show you the whole of the tweet but if you think about things like on linkedin and on facebook if you go over probably about three or four lines on either of those platforms the rest of that post goes into read more where you have to click the little button to read more and if your link is one not highlighted or or kind of pointed out so it's just got the url and it's also hidden behind that read more you're relying on that individual to click the read more which i'm always a bit wary of that people wouldn't necessarily do that and even if they did do that like this example that i'm showing you just have got a link which has got no real reference i mean it's obviously in reference to what they've posted i did click the link and it is but they could have just highlighted it a bit better 
Um, an example of how I think it could go out. Now I'm showing you, it's not just because they mentioned me, but it's because I one that I saw yesterday. I was like, oh, that's a good example of this. So they have included an image which works. They've tagged people in it to try and increase, you know, the um, people sharing this post. But the fact they just put sign up colon and then there's the link for the the Eventbrite page where you can sign up to that course. You compare that to the one we showed previously, and already that's slightly different. Um, People sometimes, I, I do it when I'm managing people's social medias. I may even nowadays use a little emoji side because those work. I think in the last three or four years, it's become a lot more acceptable to use emojis in your business posts. Um, you don't have to use all the kind of cryy, facey, funny ones, but just like an arrow or the finger pointing towards the, the link, that sort of thing can, can look quite neat. And again, it just, it just highlights the fact that it's the link rather than just putting the link in without the sign up colon, you know, that just brings your attention to it a little bit more. And also it's eventbrite.co.uk. It's not a shortened URL. So you know that when you click in that link, you know where you're going. So there's like an element of trust there already that you know what you're going to do when you click on this link. So, that's the example of the sorts of things that I think that in terms of posting on social media, if you just look to highlight those links ever so slightly, then it can, it can help you with these things. Now, the next example I'm going to share with you is around the preview of the social media. And, and again, like I said, I found it very hard to think, right, I, I could go and share someone else's website here and I don't want to embarrass them or I don't want to look like I'm having a dig at anybody. So I've sacrificed myself basically in all of this. And so this is a link. So I um, set up a charity memory of my sister. We have a website and I've made a page on that website recently and I haven't done the proper link preview thing yet. And so you can see here, this is a link when I'm sharing it on Facebook. And because the link isn't optimized to social media, which I will explain in a minute what that is and how you can do that, you can see here that what the social media channel is doing is it's pulling through the information from the page. It can't really find a decent image. So it's just pulled out the logo, which is a bit pixelated. The worded in bold, you know, all the, all the wording, on it, that's just information that is grabbed from the page and it's just presented in. It doesn't look a particularly nice format. You, you'll see this a lot. Now, I think now that I've probably highlighted this to you, you will notice this a lot more. So that's how that kind of bad link preview looks on Facebook. And this is how that bad link preview would look on Twitter. So again, it's a bit of a kind of funny half and half logo but it's not a picture and the wording, I mean, it says grant application forms. You kind of get the, you get what that kind of website is about, but it doesn't really do it justice when you compare it to how it could look. So I've chosen one from the QBD website because this is something that I did um, with, with our website uh, when it went live um, 18 months ago. So this is a link on Facebook. Now, again, there's no trickery in this. This is me just sharing the link again. I haven't added that image. But what's happened is because we've set our website up to be shared on social media, and I will explain more about how you do that in a minute, so don't worry. You can see that when you share it through, it pulls through a nice image that is an image that you want to be shown on social media. And it's a nice big image that kind of fills the space. And then underneath, it's got um, that wording. And you can edit that wording. So where it says web design agency and digital marketing, you can change that to whatever wording you want. Um, and we listen, we create, we can continue. You could change that as well. And we've done this for clients where it might say, for more information, get in touch, or for more information, click here, or feel free to call us on and put a phone number in. So there's lots of little call to action 
details that you can put in this. And just to show you for kind of reference notes, um, this is how it would look on Twitter as well. So you can see it's slightly different. We edited it on Twitter. The, the image is slightly different. And it says, let's talk. If you need some good, honest advice about your web presence, get in touch. So you can see that. And that whole thing is the link. You compare that to the link that I shared, which was the grant application form and how different that is. One of the things straight away to note is just how much bigger that is. So if you think of it in terms of real estate on people's news feeds, that's so much bigger as an image that you can... Um, grab people's attention and then if you are being able to use quite a, an impactful colorful engaging attention grabbing image as well then these are the sorts of things that can that can help and you can start to use these elements to when you're sharing links on your website then th this is what you can kind of do um, one of the things that um, will happen usually is if you can't um, if you can't share the link, or when you do share the link and it pulls it through like the preview of the grant application, you don't really like the image that it's dragged out your website or the wording that it's used, most people will mask it in the sense that they will then just upload an image and then they will kind of do that bad example that I did showed you in the first place where they'll write what they'll need to write. They won't highlight the link. They'll just put the link at the bottom and they'll stick some stock image in the post. So if you, if you did include an image with this post, it would it would go over or it would replace that link preview. But in our opinion, the link previews are so much more powerful because there's the wording in there and all of that box that you can see, that is all the links. They, they only have to click on any of those areas. And so it's just one of those things to really consider how you can do to really get these things across. And almost, I suppose, a little bit of homework is when you're next on any of these social media channels, if you go through and... Um, click some of the go through and look some of the look at some of the um, images on social media and the links on social media you'll start to see this you'll start to see how people have shared a link to a website and the website's not set up for social to be shared on social media properly so you know it's just a kind of half distorted image of their logo that's get pulled through and a bit of a random bit of wording a bit like that grant application one that i showed you or they're masking it because they can't really they don't really know how to control this so those are the things the the big examples of it that we always look to do particularly when we're sharing our uh, web art web links on behalf of our clients is we will share news articles it's one of the things that works very well. And as well as finding relevant news relevant to your profession and industry, um, which, which we try and do a lot of, another reason why we, we would share recognised, I, I use credible news sources. I, say, I used to say trusted news sources, but that's a bit of a funny terminology now as well. But recognised websites, big newspaper websites, is because I know when you share that link on social media, their links are going to look brilliant because they're geared up to be shared on social media. So they have optimized that page. So the, the image that gets pulled through with that link is an image relevant to the topic. And it's probably, it's usually something quite headline grabbing the bold headline, which in this example is the let's talk will be like the headline of the article. And then the bit where it starts, if you need some good, honest advice, that would be maybe some other kind of engaging, possibly veering into clickbait area sometimes, but it will be attention grabbing and it will be completely set up and completely optimized to be shared on social media. So that's one of the reasons why we do share uh, recognized, established, like these big news sites a lot, because we know then the links are going to look good 
and then when you when you take a look back at your feed as you kind of scroll through it over the weeks and months you know the quality of the content that you're posting on social media is is good so that's one of the things we can that we look to do and that's the sort of thing you want to try and do with your own website is how can you edit these things um, and how can you optimize your websites to um so when you share them on social media or if other people share them on social media it's set up properly to look like this basically so it's all about the meta tags in the image um so what happens is the social media channels will scrape the data they will they will quickly go to the website that you've just put in the url so you would have known this when you post on social media you put a url into the box that you're writing it will quickly go have a look at that website and it scrapes the data that it can find so basically it grabs the first image it can find and the first load of wording that it can find and it sticks it in the preview um, but like i said you can control that and what you're able to do is you can edit the edit edit the page um the date of it and you can also mask the page if you want so um you can cover this up i know that a few people on this call today are um are qbd website owners so to speak their clients of qbd so this, this is a tool that we are able and i'm all happy to talk to for the people who are on who, who have qbd websites um how we can how, how we can help you set this up um, and we'll point you in the direction of it we've been able to with our websites is set up a way in which you can um edit how the preview looks on social media relatively easily um, if you don't have that function i think most most websites probably don't maybe some of the more like wix or squared space websites possibly do this um, but basically what, what it's pulling through is the first image that it finds on your website and then the meta description and the page titling that's basically what gets pulled through now the word of warning here is this is getting quite technical so um just be wary of that don't go if you're not too sure what we're going on about at the moment if it's gone a bit too far um don't kind of go poking around your website without knowing kind of where to go we've got the free follow-on-to-ones you can book with us or basically whoever does your website speak to them and say that you want to start in optimizing how your website looks when it's shared on social media and you want to look at editing the meta tags and the images that the social media channels find. So those are the sorts of things you want to do. Um, in the email um, that I'll send tomorrow as a follow-up to this, I will share the two links. There's two websites that I use for this. Um, they're both owned by the big social media companies. So the examples that I showed you were of the, like, the bad link and the good link for Twitter, that's actually a that's actually a, a page buried within Twitter's website where you can validate, it's called a, uh, it's, the the card that you see the the big link that you see on twitter account it's called a it's called a card it's called a twitter card so i'll sh i'll send you the link it's a complicated one to kind of read out but i'll um, i'll put it in the email tomorrow and basically you can put any website in the world into this link and then it will show you what the preview would look it would show it will show you what the preview looks like before you post it so you can take your own website you can go to that that twitter page and then you can start putting in your own links into this search bar and just clicking uh, enter or done or search or something and then it will show you how your website would look on twitter if it was shared and that will probably highlight some of the issues you may have so i'll put the link in the email tomorrow where you can find that one out it's called the twitter card validator if you want to google it before i send the email out tomorrow morning uh, the other one that facebook do a similar thing 
where there's a page within Facebook. I can't remember what that one's called, to be honest, because that is quite a long, funky email URL. But um, again, it works in the same way. You put a URL into Facebook and then it scrapes that data and it comes back with the data that it, it's, it finds on that page. So it says, okay, here's the stuff that we found. This is how it would look. If you wanted to share this link on Facebook, this is how it would look. So again, you can take your own website URLs and you can share them in there. What works very well that we've, we've seen we, that we've seen with this is you can obviously optimize your your main pages on your website so they get shared better on social media, um, and you can include a decent image. And even if you were just to change the page title and the meta descriptions, the negative about that is it would possibly affect your SEO. So that's why having this kind of mask system um, where you can edit like the date and the uh, the date of the page and things is um, it doesn't affect your SEO as much. Also, it's a, it's easier to do, and you'll probably be more inclined to update it or change how it looks. So one of the things that we would do is we have a client who writes lots of blogs, and every week, nearly certainly every two weeks, we always share a link to their website, which is their blog. Now we've optimized that page, so when we share that link. It looks good on social media to encourage more people to click on that link and drive people to that blog. However, we're sharing the same link every week, every two weeks. If you just kept sharing the same one, it would just keep looking the same. And even though the blog's different, you'd be forgiven for thinking that you've read it before. So what we're able to do with this kind of masking system is you can change, we can quickly change the photo and the little bit of wording without changing the page structure or the SEO or any of that stuff. And then when I share that blog the following week, it's the same link, but it looks different. So and then you can start testing different ways of how you can get people to click into your website. So hopefully that all makes sense. As I said, you're all on silent and I can't really see any of you at the moment. So hopefully that you're, you can get a feel for this sort of thing. I appreciate it might have gone a bit, we might have kind of tripped down a bit of a rabbit hole. It's quite deep talking about meta tags and things. The thing to be aware of is look at, just do a bit of practice. I'll send you the links, like I said, tomorrow. Take a look at how your website looks on social media and think about how you can present those things better. And if you do need some help with optimizing that website and getting those meta tags, um, you know, you can book a free one-to-one -one and we will kind of talk through those bits. Um, so like I said, just be aware of how it looks and you know, try and optimize your website um, to that. If you can't, if you really can't get into it or you've spoken to your current web developer and they're not sure or they don't have the facilities to do it, fine, you know, it's, again, we're not, we're not having a pop at them or anything. Go back to that initial one where you do just share the link, but you then upload an image so you're not sharing the link preview instead, but just highlight the link using a little emoji or some dots or an arrow or something or other rather than just sticking the URL at the bottom because I, I, just, I just don't think it makes it compelling enough. And I think that's the thing that most people could do a bit better in their social media posts. Um, so there's lots of time for questions for this. So, but in summary, um, what I would say is think about how you want to get traffic to your website. So if you're going down the SEO route, great. That's probably the best one. Um, but there is there would be costs to that unless you're going to do it all yourself um and there is a big time element to it of how the, the effect that that would take um the paid ads one as well is very very effective but obviously that that, that is money you know, there's no getting around it you would have to spend money doing that um 
or there's this kind of social media angle as well. The, the, the probably the things that would, I would recommend you bear in mind if you're looking to maybe make these decisions would be around budget and time. Those are the key factors. So how much money have you got to maybe put into marketing your website, if any, um, and where would it be best spent? Where would that money be best spent? Again, if you want some advice for that, I'm always happy to share. Uh, we're always honest with what we think you should do. Uh, we're not out just to kind of get as much money as we can for ourselves. We will recommend the best course of action for the website that you've got and the budgets that you have. So budgets would be the big thing, but also then this time factor of how urgent it is, or how quickly do you want people to visit your website? Um, and like I said, look to optimize your posts. I think, I think that's probably the one you can all definitely do um, is look to try and optimize your posts, mix it up a bit, help people drive people to your website more. But if you can optimize your website, which is what I was talking about with the meta tags and when the social media channels scrape that data from your website and present it as a preview, if you can look to start doing that sort of stuff, that does make a big difference. And as someone who posts a lot on social media, mainly on behalf of other people when there is a website which is optimized it's so much easier to share the links because i know i could think right we're talking about this sort of service or they've got this blog or we just want to put a post about how you can contact us so i can just go and get the contact us url put that into um, facebook twitter linkedin whatever it be knowing and confident that the preview that's being pulled through is going to look really nice it's going to grab people's attention i could put that little bit of word in and then away we go it's it might feel initially that there's a lot of work going into optimizing each individual page of your website to improve how these pages look and the previews of social media channels. But once it's done, posting on social media will become a lot easier because then you can just go and grab pages from your website, share those on social media and all the link stuff is done. So it, it is a good thing that we'll kind of, that we'll bear in mind.